Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, anals. And by anals, of course, we mean Asian, not Asian listeners. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this is Asian, not Asian, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. Um, before we start the show, just want to give a quick shout out to the newest Patreon subscribers for this month. Uh, if you don't know what we're about to do, we always give a shout out to our newest Patreon subscribers. So if you give us money, we will try to guess what ethnicity you are uh, based on your last name. A very problematic game, but people love it. So here we go. Yeah. Actually, before we even do that, I, I have to give an ultimate shout out to our newest Patreon person. He upgraded from 20 bucks a month to 50 bucks a month, Mike, this guy. What a huge waste of money. That's Ro- more, that he could get every single... <laughs> streaming service all of them all combined he could get Tubi blowing it on us exactly Uh, Ryan (laughs) Kags thank you so much and now you are a producer I guess because that's what we said that you would be if you give 50 bucks a month he's a producer Um, but we already guessed his last name I think he's Japanese his last name is Kageyama or something Um, okay oh I was gonna say Kags okay yeah all right okay the four newest uh, subscribers here we go Adam Smith uh, colonizer Colonizer Asian. Okay, great. Colonizer Asian. <laughs> Colonizer Asian. Uh, Amanda, just Amanda. Amanda is not a common Asian American name. I'm gonna. It's have to really admit. not a common Asian American name. Um, I don't know I any feel, like Amanda Woos. You know. Yeah, all of the uh, all the Amandas I knew growing up uh, in in the '90s, I had a crush on. So. Oh. Got a crush on you, Amanda. Hey. What what ethnicity was the girl you had crush on? They were always Maybe. white. They were always white. Okay, and you're white. You're white, Amanda. Welcome. Amanda is white. Adam Smith and Amanda. Here we go. There we go. We got two white people. That's great. And then um, then we have, I don't, I don't know if this is Esh John or like Sajon. Like is this some Iceland? Is this an Icelandic name? Sajon. I thought that this was Sj Sj son Sj. It's, it's but not, I was like Sj not. don't got money. No, she's and Sj doesn't support money. us like that. <laughs> Sajon. I'm gonna say. I was gonna say I think this I actually think I do think this person is Korean. I, I'm not sure. I, maybe they're not. Okay. Okay. Maybe yeah. Maybe say, maybe they're, they're Korean and maybe half like half Danish or something because those guys yeah. they get they get Sajan, names like this. You're right. Sajan. Sajan. Sajan Park. Fjord. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. And Welcome lastly, from the fjord. we <laughs> and lastly we have Caroline Lung. L e u n g. Leung. Chinese. That's Chinese. That's Chinese as hell. We gotta have one. We gotta I know. have one. We gotta have one. You know. Hey, this is interesting. Classic. Two, two white it. people, a, a, a Danish, Korean, and a Chinese person. And that's kind of what this podcast is all about. So thank you yeah, so much for donating. Check us out at patreon.com slash asian.asianpod if you want one yourself. Um, and, uh, oh, we need to make a quick announcement about this. We're looking for a video editor because Mike and I are about to get really busy and we're not going to have time to edit this podcast anymore. But we want to keep doing it. So if you are, um, if you got big dick energy when it comes to Adobe Premiere and shit, hit us up at asian.asianpod at gmail.com. Um, and send us your portfolio and hopefully and, and, you're you, yeah. you're in new york right we're looking for someone and in new i york. feel too that just just because i think sometimes people think video editor means one thing what we mean is the person who actually edits the whole podcast yes and it becomes a video yes but the thing that thing if you're listening to this on audio right now we edit this fumi edits this and it becomes audio but it's a video 
So just remember that. So we're we're not just looking for a guy to like, you know, uh, make some zany sounds. And when I say cat, like I'm a cat, a neon cat shows up. You know, <laughs> that, <laughs> it's that also, but it's also you know editing the podcast. So mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you love the podcast and you were like, oh man, I wish there was less Mike Nguyen and I wish I could edit them out, you could have that power <laughs> if you want to be, if you want it, if we'll you're looking you. for that. Yeah, and and it's we'll paid to too, so it's paid. So please email us. This isn't no, this ain't no some bullshit. So. We prefer a New York based person, but uh, great. On to the show, Mike. What do we got going on today? So we have um, we have a guest, and, and and we're gonna bring it up in a second. But we were going, I was going through um, the little draft we had, the outline that we had before uh, uh, w- when we were thinking about having her on, and I realized that this is the one year mark mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of us going into hibernation slash quarantine, mm-hmm. and we were supposed to have this guest on one year ago. Yes, and we canceled. We were like, should we even have her? Everybody had this, 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 a disease. This person, one hundred percent, has a disease, and <laughs> this we person were is sure. Diseased. This is diseased. Comedian. And we were, <laughs> we were like, we were, we we're like, oh, maybe we should send an Uber for this person to come to the wherever we were going to record. Yeah, and ultimately we decided not to do it. But then we were going through the outline, and it's just a hilarious outline because it's just so naive. So I wanted to talk about. Um, that so that's sort of like a meta thing we're gonna do. We're gonna like go and, and talk about our um our our year our year ago outline and then and and, and we're gonna read it out and ju- it's just gonna be hilarious and then we're gonna talk about that with our guest. All right, bring her up. But then also, okay, so should should I bring her up or should I talk about the story of the week thing? Well, now it doesn't make any sense because I think you just did this whole thing, so we can just bring her up. Okay. All right. So uh, <laughs> this 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 guest uh, is a New York stand-up uh, comedian writer. She, you know, it's it's hilarious. These, these credits are hilarious because I don't even know if these places are open anymore. <laughs> the New York Comedy Club, <laughs> Caroline's Broadway Comedy Club, Greenwich Village. Great. These are all great credits. A year ago, I have no idea if there's around. They're, they're around. Uh, they're closed. <laughs> yeah. Was in the second season of uh, of a web series called Critically Ashamed. Uh, was I was in that. Was, <laughs> Were you great? Featured on Sirius XM Muni Radio. Uh, super funny person. Give it up for Lily Michelle. Lily. Everybody. Wait, that bio is so old. Did you not go back to my new website? No, no we didn't. We did not. <laughs> <laughs> we copied and pasted the outline from a year ago. We said, we said Lily. No, there's no way she made any advances in the past year. We'll, we'll keep it the same. That's well, tell so us what, funny. What's going on in, in your last year? Well, um. I don't even know what a year is anymore. You know, right, like I'm trying right. to think about it and I'm like, what happened this year other than just like being inside and stuff? Yeah, what but, what, what should we have updated? Well, you know, did you Yeah, what is your big thing? Yeah. Well, you're, my, you're my talking new bio, all this stuff and then you don't even you know you don't you don't even say it. Well it my I don't I don't like list credits in my new bio. I say okay, that then. I'm a writer, a comic, and a ketchup chip enthusiast. A ketchup so, enthusiast. That sounds like you. I would have loved for you to say that because then I could have told people I'm from Canada and I love ketchup chips. I didn't, but you didn't say it? that, so we can't talk about it. What is a, <laughs> no, you, now we can talk about what is a ketchup chip? And also, that's your credit now. I feel these other credits were better. Yeah, you've literally well, regressed. There there's other. There's like Vulture and like other stuff that I've done, but I okay, just. It's like online. Everything's online now. Right. But ketchup chips are from Canada. They're just ketchup flavored chips. You've never heard of them? No. No. Where do you? I'm from where America. Do you, what's <laughs> What's the brand? Like Lay's makes them. What? Lay's, yeah. Wow. Are um, they, do they taste like ketchup? Is that what the thing is? 
it tastes like ketchup, but also we have all dressed, which tastes like ketchup, barbecue, and like salt and vinegar all mixed together. Um, Japanese so. people eat ketchup rice, so we're kind of the same, you and I. Do you, does that mean you just put ketchup on rice and mix it? You put you. It's like fried rice, but you put ketchup in it, and then you wrap it in okay. egg. It's pretty good. It's pretty fucking that. good. I love that. Um, but anyways, I would um, never have thought of you as being a ketchup chip person because on twitter you're always talking about vibrators so that's I was yeah, that's like, interesting that's a well, that's a delineation from your brand well like that thing. was that was a year ago okay things have changed uh, <laughs> i talk I about to, butt I, plugs now so <laughs> <laughs> okay fair enough fair enough um let's yeah, get to this I outline mean, we're, man we're gonna we're gonna talk to you a little bit more about you you and 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 your whole thing uh, about ketchup chips apparently and we're it's gonna be great so uh, I'm going to read a little bit of this original outline, an or, or original outline from 2020, which was, as we all know, 15 years ago. And we're going to, uh, and then we're just going to just see, this is, this is just hilarious. So the first thing we were going to talk about is the, the story of the week, which was what we always do. And the story of the week we were going to do one year ago was uh, Mike got an email about the virus in his building, it, which is my work building. Fumi, you did too, right? You got a, a, an email that says that. Yeah, got that used to be like a really, really big deal. Now it's not. Like I still get them on my email, but nobody cares because I think people just assume. But yeah, I remember back then, like it was a very, very big deal that you got somebody at your office had uh, coronavirus because yeah, right. they would like they would like shut down an elevator, but like don't use elevator seven or something like that, you know? Right, right. As if it could only stay, and that now nah, we trapped it. Elevator seven, we're good. Because that's what we thought back then—that elevators were, were the answer. You just you just, you just <laughs> shove it in there. <laughs> well, you know? okay, that's a good point because it it keeps going, and then we were going to continue on with what do we do with this information? And this is hilarious. Some say it's bad, and I think we mean by it we mean uh, COVID. Some say it's not. What are we supposed to be afraid of? That's what we wrote one year ago. <laughs> <laughs> we were, oh my we God. were, we were so, we were deniers of, oh, what's the big deal? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Dude, oh, 500,000 deaths. possibly go wrong? Oh my God. <laughs> we're all so bad. Do you, do you remember when like, um, I remember I called you and I apologized because I found out that I was exposed. And I called Mike yes. and I was like, I just saw you. You probably have it because I shook hands with the guy who had it. Right. Wait, and then but we do made you out. remember yeah. when you would like people would admit to getting it and they were like, it's as if it was like the AIDS epidemic where they're like, I tested positive. And then you were like, well, I guess you're going to die. And then they would just like yeah, disappear for a while. Like, yeah. You're like, Good luck. Oh my God. Let me know. <laughs> Let me know. And it's like. Damn, girl. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. You're like Magic Johnson, yeah. you know? Like, this is the back did, of the day, man. You did know? you wear, like, gloves and shit back then or no? Because people, people were still making fun of gloves back then. I used to wear yeah. gloves, and then I used to, like, uh, clean all my groceries before I when I brought it in. And then sometimes I if I went out that. for a while, I would take a shower. This is a year ago, okay? You know, before we were talking about butt plugs, you were talking about vibrators at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were you? What were you doing? What were you doing a year ago? And then, what was your like thing? Do, were you in a like? Did you have like a day job, office situation where you had to stop yeah. going in? Hmm. So I had a sales job where like it was like cold calling. So I had been doing that for like two years, but we we went in and like they gave all of the best sales reps like laptops and stuff to go home with. And then we were just like joking. We're like, bye. And then the next day we're all like, oh, we should 
go home. And so like I had to make a big deal of it because they weren't going to let everyone work from home. And I was like, I can't do this. I can't come into work. So then I left. And then I just remember like crying every day. When really? the pandemic hit. Why? Yeah, because Why? I lived in a windowless bedroom. Oh. And my roommates were, one was like an army vet who hated brown people and hated women. <laughs> it was like what? truly like the most toxic situation that you could be in. How did he you like literally played? I know, I, I mean, Craigslist, but. Okay. Um, and then the other one was just like always on shrooms, so I never saw oh, him. Fuck. But I was just so alone and Jesus. like no windows. It was like yeah. rough. You I was crying so much. You moved during the quarantine or pandemic? You moved? I moved in the summer, yeah. So I moved here in July. And then you said. So you um, moved and then, it, it, and then you became ketchup girl, ketchup chips. That was I've thing. been ketchup chip girl my whole life. It's my whole identity. <laughs> <laughs> Before I say that I'm Persian, I say I'm ketchup chip girl. <laughs> Um, right, I want to I want to talk a little bit about how Lily and we us know each other. I I met Lily like a long fucking time ago, maybe like 2014, 2015. When when were you? When were you working at the Lantern? Like how long? 2014. Okay, that's when I I wasn't working there for that long. I think it was a year. Okay, that's when I started comedy, and so Lily used to like waitress at this like restaurant slash comedy club where there are a lot of open I wouldn't say it's a restaurant I I would say it's a dive bar it's a a, a restaurant I mean it's it's super shady I would never eat there but it's uh yeah for people who don't know it's um it's in the uh, it's in Greenwich Village and it's like right around the corner from the cellar and and uh it's uh it, it, it used to be a really bad dive bar restaurant Mike or you know comedy club and it, it got a little better over the years but at the time when you were there it was a real shithole yeah but there's like some yeah. history there you know like Andrew Schultz yeah. did a lot of stuff there Emma Woman did yeah. a lot of stuff there it's, so anyways, yeah it's a fixture it's like a, a place where a lot of people came up I don't think people are coming up there anymore but anyways we I was like doing a lot of open mics there and then I used to like sell tickets on the street um, you were to a barker, random yeah. people I was barking it's called barking I, was, I would sell yeah. tickets on the street for these two guys and I would get stage time and Lily would always see me uh, doing comedy that way so I, I knew you as a waitress for like a long time and then like then I started seeing you at shows and stuff and like I was like wait oh you do comedy now and now you're like famous so what happened there? <laughs> what happened? Yeah. <laughs> K- K- what yeah, K- ketchup chip, ketchup chip, famous. Yes. Yeah. What happened? Like, why? Yeah. Like, what did you? Was it just did you want to do comedy? Yeah. When, like, you, did, why did you? Why did you want to start? Was it because you were just around it so often? Yeah. Honestly, I would look at Fumi on stage and go, "I could do a better job." <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Let, let's let's just say that Fumi is the biggest comedy inspiration in New York City. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. if this guy can do it, I can do it. You probably saw. Did you wanted- yeah. What was it like from your perspective? Because you probably saw so many acts. Like, do you remember those days, the Lantern days? Yeah. No, of course, I remember those days. I also like I was in college, so oh. I'm. I was like at NYU, I was just like working, going to class, and I just kind of like always loved comedy, Okay. but I never saw it as like a possibility, you know, like I never thought that I could have a career because I have very uh, Middle Eastern parents, yeah. so they're not, 
they're still to this day not happy. <laughs> but right. they were cool. With, oh wait, they, I was gonna say they were cool with you being a waitress, but you're in college, so it, it didn't really count. I was in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And they hated it then too. Right. They truly did. Um, did they so, want you to do the whole like thing, the whole whatever? Law school. Well, to yeah, do, I was supposed okay. to go to law school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so. I like I remember when I was in high school I wanted to go to college and I was talking to a counselor and I was like I really like photography she's like why don't you major in that and I was like you that's a hobby what are you talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. you don't major in photography <laughs> major in hobbies yeah exactly yeah <laughs> and she's like no you could and I was like that's wild yeah. but so I did that. I was studying psychoanalysis. So then I was studying like stuff about the brain, the behavior. And then I just kind of was drawn to comedy in this like way that I was like, I can't stop thinking about it. It's like a boyfriend that I was like addicted to. And then after the lantern, I, I got fired from the lantern. Wait, what are you, did you do something? Did you hook up with the boss or something? Like, why'd you get fired? No, no, I got fired because uh, Craig Fox... Uh, our Lord and Savior, Craig Fox. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, so I, w- I went to the hospital because I wasn't feeling well. And I like, and then the next day I was back at the lantern, but I had like chills. Uh, this is back when you used to be okay to like work when you were sick. Yeah. And Craig kept like opening the door in the winter and like letting this cold air. And I was like, hey, it's freezing in this bar. I'm not feeling well. Can you please close it? And I kept telling him that, and I guess I said it kind of sassy. And then he went to my boss, and my boss fired me. Oh, <laughs> because of that? Wow, what a, yeah. God, I I wish I that's 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 a worse story than you sleeping with the boss. That would you know? <laughs> I know. I think it was a lot hand. of piling up. Yeah, right. I think that was just kind of like the final straw because like I was a very opinionated person, so I kept being like, "You should do mics at three p.m. It'll bring revenue, and yep. like these comics want the stage time." Um, and then I had all of these ideas for what they should do for the bar. And then they ended up doing it as soon as yes. they left, which yes. is the worst fucking. It's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> well, that's they the, told that's me the that I was like stepping out of line for that. But yeah, they did. Uh, they did uh, uh, start uh, doing more predatory practices, as I would call it, a.k.a. opening, having <laughs> having open mics at three o'clock. Uh, but you hadn't yeah. done you hadn't started doing stand up then. You were you, then no, you no, decided no. So, after. <laughs> yeah. So then. I started working at the stand because I knew someone that I knew Joe, the manager, and he hit me up being like, hey, we need a waitress. Do you want to work here? And I was like, sure. I was like, I just love comedy so much. I'll be around it forever. But I like never thought I'd have the balls to do it. And then working there and then I lived with uh, two comics. And then it's just like they were both comics were like, just try it and see if you right. want it. And then I, I never and then uh, I tried uh, it. I've never understood it when people like there's some people who love producing shows and just being around comedy but I'm, yeah. I'm, i always think like that's the worst part of being around comedy is the worst part the being on stage is the best part anything else besides yeah. that is horrible so you're very already there yeah, you might like, as well get on i think stage. they like the power you know like the power right. of being able to book and stuff mm, that sounds awful but okay i get it some it's disgusting um <laughs> i want to keep going with so um continuing on with the one year ago outline this is this is kind of what we were talking about so originally in the original outline we had a part about we were going to talk about what is what is comedy going to be like in covid and these are hilarious so is is stand-up comedy quote-unquote done for the next year 
and then have your shows been canceled what are people going to do with what are people what are what are what are you going to do with all this extra time uh i think we all know now know that we just cry and people who moved here to make it big or be dog walkers what are they going to do what uh, did they do like i feel like what happened to i feel like a lot of people quit but i can't really remember who you know what i don't think so i think a lot of people i think there's still a big open mic scene i think there's still a lot of comics maybe not as many no, but, but I think there's still. Like you're, I think people. you're. Uh, that's the, okay. That's that's two things I'm gonna ask. One is I think people. I'm mm-hmm. talking about the people we came up with. I think a lot of them quit, and we don't even. I don't know. Oh who they yeah. Are. But I but I do know there's an influx of comedians who just moved here. Like somebody. This is crazy. Somebody emailed me on my website and was like, "This this is such so on brand for me." They're like, "Hi Fumi, I saw you on LinkedIn, and I'm impressed with your comedic background. <laughs> I was wondering if I could like I'm I'm, I'm an aspiring comedian from Ohio, and I, I'm wondering if I could just talk to you and like learn more about from the Ohio. <laughs> and so I was like, "Yeah, whatever, I'll talk to you." So I said, "Yes, I'm talking to him tomorrow." But it's like, I was like, people are. I mean, he's like the 15th comedian I've talked to or have met who have decided to move to New York City during the pandemic you know so i, I do think that yeah. like people are leaving but also like people are mm. also starting I, I don't know lily do you have you been doing have you been like I, I i mean i don't know who you hang out with or whatever but like have you met these new comedians who are like fucking moving here now to do comedy in new york city with that like kind of barely exists i mean i've mm. met people that are like open micers now like there are open mics and like clubhouse is big on open mics and stuff like you could just test out your jokes there uh, people are starting, yeah. but the thing is, is that like they're starting in a time when like they have nothing else to do other than comedy, That's right? Good point. So it's like once once you can party again, are you still gonna do comedy? You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I feel Fumi that the person who emailed you from your LinkedIn, it, that that person is also has very crazy Fumi vibes, and it's this person's from Ohio. So I'm wondering if this is actually just you from the past emailing yourself now can i have some advice i wouldn't be surprised i don't even know are you from ohio i am from ohio but i told him in the second email i was like listen i'm happy to talk to you but just fyi i'm not like famous or anything i can't really help you i said that in the second email (laughs) (laughs) but but he like he didn't say you're famous he said i like your i like your comedic background i know i'm like on linkedin really like i have my regular stuff on there like i worked in advertising and i went to nyu that's so so weird i've never had maybe it's your son Yeah, it's, it's 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 a gotcha moment. It's 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 some groy bang. It's five years totally ago. your son, dude. dude. I can't believe it. Um, I, I I've had this is the second time somebody has reached out to me and like has asked to like have coffee with me to talk about comedy. So it happened like four years ago, and I don't have anything four years ago. And I just kept being like, listen, I don't know anything, but you can come to my office if you want and I'll talk to you. And it, now he's like doing amazing. He's like this like gay kid from North Dakota or something. And he's got like this amazing show and he's, he's far surpassed me. But it's like, I just think about that sometimes about the people who like ask me advice, ask me for advice and then they just don't take any of it and then they become famous. Well, do you think that maybe they're asking you for like what not to do? Yes, exactly. <laughs> they want to look. They want to look. They want to look failure in the eyes and, yeah, and be yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. "We're we're not the same." Yeah, okay. you know, like uh, in science class, you, you look at pictures of like diseases. You know, these are the bad ones. You know, it's like that, but yeah. in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I won't do this. Yeah, this then. is okay. this is a virus. <laughs> okay. Don't start a comedy podcast called Asian Not Asian. I understand. Okay, that's cool. 
Your hair and skin are unique, but finding the men's personal care products that works for you can be like searching for a needle in a haystack. With Hawthorne, all you have to do is take a short quiz to look, feel, and smell at your best. Hawthorne is a premium grooming brand that tailors your personal care routine to your unique profile. First, you take the quiz. They ask me things like what kind of drinks I like, what kind of clothes I wear, and um, it's actually really fun and quick and easy. And at the end, I get an essential bundle with all the products tailored to my body type and lifestyle. Uh, the products I got are like shampoo, deodorant. I don't even wear deodorant, but uh, they sent it to me and I smell amazing. Hawthorne takes the risk out of shopping for personal care by giving you free shipping on your order and returns. If you don't like your products, they'll even retailer them for you based on your feedback. With high quality self-care products tailored specifically to your niece from Hawthorne, looking your best has never been easier. Take Hawthorne's quiz today and get started on your personalized self-care routine by going to hawthorne.co and use promo code NOTASIAN to get 10% off your first purchase. That's H-A-W-T-H-O R-N-E dot C-O, promo code not Asian. Hawthorne dot C-O, promo code not Asian. We're going to ask you, why do you go by Lily Michelle? My last name is kind of long, complicated, big, thick Persian last name. Thick? Um, yeah, but that's in right now. It's Minorities thick... are in right now. Yeah, that's cool. I know. Harry, Literally everyone... Everyone tells me that, but it's like, I also like my dad has like a good job. Like, I don't want to get my dad, my brother into it. You know, like what Uh, if they're like, Hey, uh, well, I was home like two weeks ago and my dad goes, I've seen your tweets. And he goes, even, even the anal sex ones. And I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. So that's, that's another thing. We, we have done research on your tweets and we're not surprised your dad saw your anal, um, anal, anal tweet jokes but i was just talking to your listeners i wasn't talking about anal sex uh because you tweet about a lot i don't know fumi if you want to talk about that right now yeah let's play this game this game is called what did you mean by that whenever we have a (laughs) non-east asian guest on this podcast we go through their tweet feed and we search for key asian words and we see what you've been saying about us and what we've noticed is i searched lily michelle asian zero results then i searched lily michelle anal 19 results so that's kind of what we're dealing with right now um but before we get to the before we get to the um before we get to the anal stuff um i I did search for other asian words i searched for rice you had one tweet about rice and this is from 2018 and you said oh no this is from November 13th, 2018, and you wrote, I want to get to the point in my life where I don't wake up and eat fried rice. What did you mean by that, Lily? <laughs> I, um, I, <laughs> this was a time in my life where I lived with two comics who were also potheads, and we'd smoke pot all night, and we'd order food, and then the next morning, the fried rice would be next to my bed, and I'd kind of turn over and finish the fried rice. <laughs> <laughs> I actually talk about just like like Asian fried like Chinese food fried rice. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, okay. I I okay. did that this morning. I woke up and I was hungry and I, and I just made I just made fried rice. I didn't realize until I read this tweet that that's like a sad thing to do. I well at least well, at least you at least you made it. You know, no, I mean, Lily's is literally bed <laughs> fried rice. Bed fried rice. It's not bad. It was no, last bed. the night bed. before. Bed bed oh bed. bed. Bed's uh, heaven though. So why wouldn't you want to <laughs> eat in heaven? <laughs> Gross. Uh, okay, um, so uh, we, should, we have these other um, anal ones. Why don't you want to do these? <laughs> coworker. Okay, when did you tweet this? November 11, oh. 2019. Co- hey, coworker says, hey, how was your weekend? <laughs> Me, I did anal. Have you done anal? 
Yes. How was it for you? Did you do it? Did you do it that weekend, November eleventh, twenty nineteen? Can you remember? <laughs> um, yeah, I think so. <clears throat> it's funny because November eleventh is Remembrance Day, so I really, <laughs> I really went in on Remembrance Day. <laughs> but yeah, so I did. I was uh, with my ex. I I tried it. And, and uh, it was fun. And then I tweeted a lot about it. And yeah. now people are like, like, hey, anal sex stuff. And I'm like, no, like I did it like once. Like, yes. I don't want to well, be known for this. It is funny. I mean, then the next one, uh, literally two days later, I did anal once. I got a whole new personality. This is very much yeah. like Fumi. Fumi, and he got one. He got a flashlight once. And like now that's his whole brand. That's the whole brand. So oh I think it's perfect. To me, this breakup is not doing you well, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Bed, I'm fried fine. rice, Bed, fried rice, and flashlights. Fried rice and flashlights. That's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I look. You know what, Mike? Maybe we can talk about this thing we didn't talk about up top. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. This thing mm-hmm. I was going to talk about. Yeah. So this thing I was gonna, we were gonna, we were gonna, we were gonna talk about this, and we can talk about, uh, you know, your your. You're, uh, you got immigrant parents and shit. So I've been thinking recently about um, getting a master's degree. And I was thinking about getting one in... This is, this is where I think I, I differ from other comedians. I was thinking about getting one in history. Why? Just in general. In history. Just because you, I like history. Okay, I, question. I like, do, you, yeah. do you like to spend money on things that make no difference <laughs> yes so i i uh i do that's why uh i'm in comedy and that's um that is uh, my thing so i was like researching it because to your point i didn't want to spend a lot of money on doing this so i was like trying to find like a program you can go to cuny where I was, like oh maybe there's an yes exactly there's cuny and there's like um uh there's master class master class history that. you can do <laughs> who, who teaches that <laughs> I, I, I don't, don't know think that's some, what the word master class is in master class. Can you can you imagine if if somebody took a bunch of master classes and was like, do I have a master's degree now? Uh, I took the master class <laughs> in chess. Uh, that's not how it works. So I was thinking about getting in history because I'll be because I read history all the time. I love reading history. I have a history book about the Vietnam War. Uh, oh no, about just Vietnam in general. I have. Are you re- are you forty five years old? <laughs> He's I'm close. Pretty He's close. close. He's pretty close. I'm pretty close. <laughs> But I've Are you 45 and a father? <laughs> no, but I'm pretty close, and I've been—I've always loved history. I love reading history books. This well, let me—let me, let me ask fun. you this: Why now? Like, why not before? And then, what do you want to—is it, is it just a, for funsies? Like, does it have to be a master's degree, or could you just take a class? You know. So that's a good point, and I think the reason why is because, um, you know, I—we always have all these hot takes. Comedians always have hot takes on stuff. And like I'm always on, I'll be on Twitter and I'll be reading Lily's anal tweets and I'll be like, mm-hmm, hot takes everywhere. And I never feel like anyone is saying anything really insightful, if that makes sense. Like I never. Okay, did you just insult my anal tweets? Those, all wrong? 19 of them. All 19 of them. No, those are the great shit, because the here's trash. the thing. Those don't have anything to do with history. So then <laughs> if you had, if you could combine the anal tweets with history, I think that'd be cool. But for me, I'm, I never feel like um, comedians are ever right about anything. They just yeah, but like they just, I have, think, a, they just have a riff. Yeah, but like that's the and whole I'm just, like I'm just tired of it. I mean, no, it's but fine. like I get it. No, no, no. But that's that's the Hannah Gatsby thing, right? Like, why do people give so much? 
Like, why do you people expect so much from comedians? Like, why would you ever expect I, to learn anything no, no. from a comedian? You know you're what I mean? totally, you're, you're totally following right. the wrong we people, shouldn't. I think. Yeah. No, well, that's what I'm saying. But, and I was just tired of it. So I was just like, well, I've always loved history. And I was like, well, what if I tried to actually learn something instead of just having a hot take all the time? Plus, I was wondering, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, I, I don't, I don't do anything useful any, ever. I mean, you know, we, we do this podcast. It's not useful. So for me, I never was like, oh, I, I want to get this master's degree so I could like have a better career or something like that it just made it just like something i really liked and then i was like oh well what if i try to do this so i was just something i was thinking about doing well i think and it's that, like the anti-comedy that's i think that goes along with this theme of like i think a lot of uh because you know we've been doing comedy for a while i don't know how long you've been doing it really but like i have friends who not now i'm remembering i, I have friends who've like quit and, and gone to coding academy and now they code for tesla like fucking right i think i think like i don't think it's wow. tesla but like jake Fromm, he's a coder now and he makes a lot of money and <laughs> he just quit you know what i'm saying so it's like i think we're at the point where like if you you do something you chase your dream or whatever it is for how many many long and because you're like 32 or whatever it is now you start to kind of face reality and i have a lot of friends which i'm not gonna name who are starting to kind of think about things like grad school and or working for their parents or just kind of like looking at everything in i'm uh, thinking about that too i mean how yeah. i mean are, are well, you that so? much i don't are you that much younger than me i feel like you're not like maybe four? I'm 26. Oh, you're fucking 26. Okay, you're still that's young. You've been doing comedy for like two years. Thank you, uh, three years. Oh, okay. I mean, what is that? I mean, I think during the quarantine, I think a lot of people have had these thoughts. But like, what has that been like for you? Like, have you had these thoughts? You have friends who are having these thoughts, and is it kind of you know what what like yeah like what what's your experience been like with that? Yeah, it's just kind of like this is not some like unless you're making a lot of money, like unless you're Tim Dillon or like like a TV writer or something like unless you have a huge following and you're making that much money, like you're not really like cultivating something that could like it's such a risk. And so what I'm thinking about now, because my parents are in my head and I just spent three months with them, it's like, why don't I just go to grad school, get something still. <laughs> or, or I'll try to go to grad school. <laughs> or <laughs> maybe I'll go to grad school for history. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's the, here's the like, thing, though. I Yeah, go ahead, Lily. Go ahead. But, like, get, like, a skill that you could actually, like, fall back on. Mm-mm. See... That's again. We're we're not the same. Okay, I'm getting a history degree. <laughs> it's not useful. I wouldn't go into teach. I would just have it. I just think it would be sweet to have, and I just like I like learning about history. So I might as well get the degree in it. But if you wanted to go, what would you get a degree in? Well, have you what have you thought about UX design or UI design? Oh, okay. See, that's useful. See. Yeah, but you. Yeah, that's good. You don't have to go to like in grad school for that. There's like all these. Yeah, little, you can just go to like uh, what's you it learn called? on like. Like I'm Ge- sure general like, assembly or whatever, right? You yeah, can take or a, like I'm sure there's like a Google thing that will help you do that. You know? Yeah. Is that what you want to do if you don't do comedy? Let's go around and talk about what we would do if we had to quit comedy today. No, I think I'd be an interior designer. Really? <laughs> oh yeah, I can but see that. Is that I mean, even, I like your interior design. Is that really a career? Is that really a career? How do you make a career like? Okay, that? are you my mom? Yeah, I am your what mom. The fuck. Yeah. <laughs> also, I love. I love Fumi's in absolutely no position to criticize anyone. He he's getting hit up on LinkedIn for for his comedy. <laughs> comedy. Yeah. So don't. Oh, hold on here. Do whatever Fumi wouldn't do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you have a great career ahead of you. Uh, so you would want to do that, like interior design. I would want to do something in design. Like I do love writing, and but like at the same time, that's I. So one of the persian authors wrote funny and farsi and like everybody loved that book have you heard of it oh, that's cool i have heard of it I and so it. i met her 
And she basically, we were on the phone and she goes, yeah, being an artist sucks. And like, I made a lot of money and then now I don't make any money. And it's like, okay, this is someone I used to like admire, you know? And now she's like, don't do it. (laughs) Well, there's so many people we've met on this podcast who are successful writers, like, you know, Minjin Lee and stuff like that. And I remember um, when she was on here, you know, she almost won, whatever, like the National Book Award. And she's and now she she's still a writer, but she's like, oh, I just I got a teaching position at some school, like whatever, some Amherst. some, some nice college at Amherst. At, uh, and Amherst. And she's like, I finally oh, have cool. um, what is it called? Insurance. Uh, health insurance now. Yeah. And she was like, that was her big thing. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> you know, she's like a real like career person with a uh, with a book, and she's successful, but she's still worrying about like health, you know, health insurance. So I, I get it, you know. But I would say don't don't quit don't don't do that because you you're you're actually I mean we need we need that um, ketchup chip energy yeah okay? who else is gonna talk about ketchup chips you know <laughs> I like think it's that's, great. that's what gets you up in the mor- in the morning every day yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm the sole representative of ketchup chips Fumi what would you do yeah, if you were gonna do, do comedy um you know I I. I I've worked in like normal corporate for like a long time and what I really hate regardless of what I'm doing is not seeing the fruits of my labor that it's so painful and I even if you're making so much money like I like it's it's really hard to work without a purpose I think right and I think that's why like yeah "Yeah, comedy sucks but like it's very satisfying in a way that a lot of office jobs are not because you if you're funny then you hear laughs and you feel good and it's like a very like one-to-one-to-one relationship and like it's just easy to kind of like measure your growth and just i I don't know it's just it's just very straightforward right am i funny am i not funny you know did i get laughs did i bomb whatever so i would i don't know i mean Part of me wants to just like work at a pineapple farm. Um, the other half, just <laughs> honestly, like I, I, I think, I don't know, like something in education, maybe working with the kids. You know, let me work with kids. You know. Oh my god, that would be awful. I would. You don't think so? I would immediately warn the the people, do not hire. Do <laughs> <laughs> you? Anything? Else? Yeah. Wait, Fumi, do you want to work with kids so that you seem tall? Like, I don't understand hey. the point of that. No, I mean, like, college students, you know? <laughs> I need like that ketchup like a- energy. Yes, ketchup chip, ketchup chip girl energy. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, you're, yeah. Fumi, you ever, uh, have you read Marx? I, I know where I'm, I'm getting you more into, no. we're getting you more into reading. Marx? Have you ever read Marx? No, why the fuck would I read Marx? What does he have to say? <laughs> don't be, don't hate. What, what you just described is what Marx talks about all the time. Well, pineapple farm? No, yeah, alien <laughs> workers feel alienated from the products they have because the the way that capitalism works is that you're a worker and you never it used to be that like you're a worker and like you're a, I make shoes. You would work, I would make shoes, here's a shoe, I make a shoe, I sell the shoe. But now workers don't have that, right? We make something, we work all day, we don't see what we make. Somebody else sees what we make and then you get paid but you feel alienated from the thing therefore that's the whole thing about alienation i think that's the biggest so that's difference between that's the difference biggest difference between my old job and your current job i think is that we both worked in like marketing or whatever you want to call it but i feel like you maybe see the fruits of your labor a lot more clearly and so i feel like you like your job because of that and then i think a lot of people are in my position where like you're making right. these decks and you're like who the fuck is this for 
You know, yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. I think your company should do this. And you spend all this time doing it and then you fucking present yeah. it. And you're like, okay, let's move on to your next client, KitKat. And you're like, okay, well, is the other company going to do what I said? They're like, I don't, right. we don't care. We don't care because they already paid. Happens. And it's like, Fumi, it's, I'm going to get you the Marx Engels reader. And we're I thought Marx was, like, uh, I, th- Marx I, th- I thought he was problematic. Marx wasn't he like a, wasn't he like a racist Why is he capitalism? I thought he was like a co- Wait, communist or something. He's so problematic. What do you mean? He's like a huge <laughs> communist. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what do you mean? Well, communism is not, hey, no. communism he's a, is not bad. He's a, he's, a principle. he's a genius. He he was he's totally right about it. All the stuff we everybody always gets upset, and I know everyone's gonna get up on me because of do it. capitalism and whatever. Do it, do it, do it. But he's a genius. And he everything you describe, Marx described. You know? So everyone's always like, Oh, you know, I feel so, I don't feel like I connected to my thing and then and then here's a guy who who predicted that a hundred years ago and nobody reads him. And and then well he's a he's a communist. Fuck is that supposed to mean? This is why I want to read history. <laughs> this is why this is. Well, know, so you, I don't want any more hot takes. So you can school people on comedy podcasts. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. it's, it's just, we're, we're we're so we're all so happy just being stupid. Yeah, you know, and it's just it's just uh it's just it's funny. I but. I would rather be so stupid than be smart. Like <laughs> I think about like the people, like you know, like the people that like are in a frat or a sorority and then mm-hmm. they go they get a dumb job and they just have a girlfriend yeah. boyfriend they get engaged yeah. like they're totally i'm like i wish i could do that yes but 100 no, i get how 100 how get easy it. would life be i know i get I, it i get so, it some like i will like yeah those girls who just p- post pictures of cakes on instagram and 70 likes and they're just happy i wish i could be that yeah, yeah. that have, sounds so nice i have um I have a I have a whole th- I was on on Clubhouse and there are, I feel there are people whose whole personality is that they just graduated. Right? <laughs> that's like a whole thing. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Wait, so was this Clubhouse? So I, was, I showed you. I showed you the Clubhouse where it was like NYU girls and like oh, it was you, called like, like NYU. Like, it was like NYU girls roasting tech bros or something like that, right? Yes. And oh, like, I saw that one. I it's saw run that by one. and it's very popular. But like the whole thing is like we just graduated. Like you know, it's like <laughs> that's like the that's like. That's their personality, which is fine, and they're very—they're killing it. Do you, do, you, do you guys do you think you were always this way, or do you think you were at one point kind of basic and were kind of cool with the hey, let's go to happy hour, let's do this, and that's it, go to bed nine. I think uh, I've had moments of being basic, but not I, really because I've I hated could, life from day one. <laughs> if I could, <laughs> you were you came out of your mom's vagina, and you're like, I hate this, I hate this already. I was yeah. already smoking I, a yeah, cigarette and rolling my eyes. <laughs> Yeah, I, f- I think if I could lobotomize myself to be just a regular person, I would. If I wasn't, I wish I could just not be a creative person. But eh, yeah, see how yeah. it is. And now I'm here with you guys. So it's Worth fantastic. It. Yeah, I wish like painting my nails made me feel creative. You know, like I wish that was the thing that I oh could do. Oh my God. I know people who would make an entire day cool. out of that. Oh my God. Yeah. That could and- be cool, you know? Yeah, go ahead. No, but like I'm not saying like designs or anything. Oh, it's, like, I see. Paint, like, that that's was your it, thing, you know? Right? Right. Like if that would that would satisfy me in my creative ways and so like I I can't do it. Yeah, I know what you mean. I've, there's there's a lot of times when um, you know at you know um, when I w- I've been at jobs where people are just like making little PowerPoint decks and they're like so into the business thing and I'm and I'm like wow they are really killing this business thing and they make a lot of money and I'm just like meh you know I I don't get it you know I just I, yeah. just, I don't understand I just want to make jokes the whole time. Like in my mind, I, w- I want to talk about how ridiculous it is that we make PowerPoints and we get money for it. That's where like my ins- my instinct yeah. is that to is go there. That is very funny that we just put some graphs on there and people make like a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Right. If I could yeah. go back, like you know, this is the thing about history. You know, if I could go back two hundred years and I'm I'm in uh, 
Vietnam in in uh, in in 1820, and there's like a rice farmer, and I'm like, hey, rice farmer, what do you do? And he's like, I make rice with this ox, and I and I have rice. What do you do, F- guy from the future? And I'm like, well, I uh, use a computer to put a triangle into a slide <laughs> to to show and I growth. Get money for that, <laughs> and I get money for that. And he would be like, you're a witch, and I'm burning you. <laughs> That was a wide-ranging conversation, yeah. which I enjoyed. Let's wrap it up. I like we're that. At, we're at 45. <laughs> Let's, like wrap it it Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, that was so fun. Let's wrap it up. Come on. Uh, we gotta, we Lily, where can, our, where can our fans find you? Uh, my, my social media handle is Lil's Michelle, L-I-L-S Michelle, on everything. Oh, you can also find us on social media at Asian Not Asian Pod. Or we're also on there at the Fumiabe. That's T H E F U M I A B E. And you can find me on uh, Instagram at Nice Pants Bro. Please come to our Zoom uh, stand up comedy show every other Friday. The next one's going to be uh, March 19th. The one after us is April 2nd. And don't forget to give us leave us a review on iTunes if you're an Apple Podcast listener. Um, and join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Asian Not Asian Pod. Uh, Lily, thank you so much for your time. Um, we're all going to join um, Mike in his uh, endeavors to join or get a master's degree. We'll be there in your get class. Get a master's Mike. degree. Um, master's yeah. degree. Lily, uh, do not become a UX designer. Uh, because the money is too good <laughs> and you will stop doing comedy. So uh, don't do okay. that. But I'm going to send your- this to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell, um, tell him about that and, and the anal jokes. So uh, yeah. but I think that's it. Anything else for me? I think that's we're good. it. Anals, we'll see you next week. Bye.